Head coach Candy Whitaker is here. Griffin 7-4 and four overall, 2-2 two and two in the MIAA after a uh, big uh, couple of games here at home this past week. Nebraska Kearney on Thursday, Fort Hay State on Saturday. Let's start with Thursday. The Griffins defeated Nebraska Kearney 68-65. First regular season win over the Lopers since January of 2017. A close physical game as we thought it might be. And uh, Jordan Cunningham, of course, uh, kind of the headliner. 14 points, career high, 8 rebounds. But Trinity Knapp getting her first career MIAA start, 8 points six boards and then Connie Clark um, making some big things happen in that last couple of minutes uh, seven points five rebounds three steals two assists and a block coach a pretty satisfying win a lot of different people uh, contributing you know Carney's uh, in terms of experience probably the oldest team in the MIAA lots of uh, size lots of uh, uh, years of experience and your team just hung with them your thoughts on that one yeah big win um, you know and really um, proud of our effort on, on both ends and um, thought you know we had a lot of great defensive possessions and a lot of intensity and flying around and um, and playing really hard. Played a lot of people um, and thought we just had great effort from everyone who who went in. You mentioned Jordan Cunningham. Mm -hmm. I thought she um, had the best game she's had since she's been a Griff um, because of her aggressiveness offensively and and then defensively just rebounding the basketball. Um, it's been something we've really tried to get Jordan to become and. Um, and I thought she took her game to another level that game. Yep, and of course these two teams will uh, rematch in about a month and a half, January 28th at Nebraska Kearney, so another uh, big dance with the Lopers there. Uh, Saturday, Fort Hayes State coming into town, and uh, you know, very similar in the sense that you know that's a team that's got some experienced uh, players. They're a team that's you know a perennial challenger in the MIAA, and another uh, close physical game. And your team had them where you wanted them, I think, for a little while there. You go up eight in the third quarter, start the second half, on a magnificent 10-0 run, and then Hayes hit back, and then it just wasn't quite the same. Hayes had their big run in the fourth quarter. You guys get down nine with three and a half left, and your team battled, made it a five-point game late, but I know free throw shooting, them shooting 23 free throws, the Griffins only seven, and then three-point shooting was a struggle throughout the day. I guess besides that, well, and also probably turnovers probably stand out as well. Well, I, you know, you go back and watch the film, and um, obviously you, you have to make open shots. Mm. Um, if you're going to compete at the top of this league um, and you're going to be a great team, making open shots um, is really important. And, and we did not make open shots. Mm. And we had a lot of open um, shots. Um, but, you know, equally I thought we had a lot of forced shots. Um, you know, this team continues to have these possessions where they – um, make really poor decisions on 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 what that possession is going to look like, and until we can figure that out and continue to run action and continue to work to get someone else open, um, we're going to have wasted possession. So we've got to get that fixed. Um, I thought there was too many possessions of just getting out hustled, um, and that's what you saw at the end of the game. You saw a Fort Hayes team that's not more talented than us, uh, but that wanted to win more than us, and yeah. they came up with several several offensive rebounds in the last mm. two minutes when it's a five-point game and um, that alone I think speaks volumes we'll watch it today mm. um, you you have to be scrappy you have to be the aggressor you have to be the one that's getting loose balls you have to be the one that's playing harder um, and and then even with not shooting the ball well even not getting to the foul mm. line you might have a shot to win that game against a team that I thought played really well I'm not so sure Fort Hayes, you know, I, I think, you know, the, the post player maybe can give a little, could play a little better, but not, but she still played solid. Katie Wagner did her job. Mm -hmm. 
you know, you had um, a guard step up for them and, and you had um, a shooter um, stand up for, step up for them and make plays. Mm-hmm. Um, a one-dimensional player in a lot of ways beat us. Um, you know, their shooter got 10 threes off and that mm-hmm. is all she's done all year. She's gotten one, two off all year yeah. and she got 10 attempts against us, which tells me um, our awareness is poor, um, you know, and, and our, our following a scout was not great. Um, no catch and shoot player should get 10 shots, um, Mm. against you. Two of them came in the zone. The rest of them came in transition defense. And until we continue, until we learn how to speak and communicate and transition defense, we're going to continue to have problems there. So a lot of our um, problems are controllable. Mm -hmm. Um, but you have to have players that are willing to make a change and willing to do them. And, and, and and that is still uh, up in the air with this team. Yeah. Missouri Western women's basketball coach, Candy Whitaker joining us. Yes. Megan Ernie is the one you spoke of. Uh, She made four threes on Saturday and yes, she had, uh, going into that game on Saturday, I think the old, she had only one shot she had taken that wasn't a three and Olivia Hollenbeck, uh, their center, but someone who did a great job on Hollenbeck for three quarters, that was Trinity Napa starting again on Saturday, 8.6 rebounds, but I feel like a lot of what Trinity did, especially in that first half, may not show up on the stat sheet, I and mean, what she did for you defensively there for a while was great. Oh, I mean, she, she, I'd said on the bench early in the game, I'm like, Trinity's saving us, I and mean, we were making mistakes all around her, and she's rotating and walling up and being big and getting rebounds. Um, and did a fantastic job on Hollenbeck. I really thought only one um, – she only made one mistake on Hollenbeck, and mm-hmm. then you got to give her the rest. The rest of Hollenbeck's plays came off of Trent having to leave Hollenbeck mm-hmm. um, and then and then a lack of size on rotation. Um, so she was outstanding. I thought, I thought in both games against Kearney mm-hmm. and Fort Hayes, those are great matchups for Trent. Um, we need some Trent's size mm-hmm. in those games defensively. Um, and, and she was she was as good as it gets um, defensively. So really proud of her. Um, we were shorthanded um, on Thursday, yeah. not having Mary. Um, so there was even more pressure on Trin to perform, and, and she stepped up. Yeah, eight points and six rebounds in each of those uh, games on Thursday and uh, Saturday. Someone else who probably deserves a little praise on Saturday, freshman Cleo Murray, career high 17 points. We saw when the season opened in Kansas City the things she's able to do, particularly shooting, and on a day where shots were tough to come by, she hit a couple of big ones late to at least give you guys a chance. Um, I know you've said it earlier that she is someone that uh, you have full faith and trust in and we're kind of seeing that. Uh, we're seeing why. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I you know, she made some threes, but I loved her drives. Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved she got to the rim and transition um, two different times, just catching and ripping, um, being aggressive, threw a beautiful bounce pass on a pick and roll. I mean, Cleo's, Cleo's making a lot of plays in a, in a lot of different areas um, and defending. Um, so if she continues to do those things, she's going to continue to get uh, minutes and experience as a freshman and, um, and, and become more, um, you know, more of someone I probably call on, um, you know, and run stuff for. And I, I think she'll step up and to, to that challenge. Absolutely. Well, uh, we talked about the top heavy schedule. You got three heavyweights uh, out of the way. You only see Southern once this year. You'll see Hayes and Carney again, but three big games down and get a chance to breathe as we talked about Saturday with it being finals week this week and things like that. And uh, the next game comes up Saturday and uh, don't have to go terribly far. We're going to Topeka to see Washburn. One o'clock, Ichabod's four and four. They picked up a win at Roger State Saturday, 55-45. to 45. Under new management this year is Washburn. Uh, Laura Wessling in her first year as the new head coach. Uh, they played a somewhat tough schedule. They played Southwestern Oklahoma State, Oklahoma Baptist in non-conference. What do you make of Washburn this year? Well, I think, first of all, Washburn always plays really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and their players are, are, you know, gritty and 
um, will get after it and they're going to guard you and, um, you know, they're going to play really, really hard. Mm -hmm. So um, nothing's changed there. I think they still um, have most of the same roster and Mm -hmm. um, they obviously graduated some key people with Bentley and some of those guys leaving. But, um, you know, I think um, Laura played for, for, um, McHenry and right. um, she was a fantastic player there and she's uh, done a great job as a as a head coach so far and you know I'm, I'm just, nothing's gonna nothing's gonna drop at Washburn I think mm-hmm. she'll um, she'll always have a great team there yeah that's a team with a lot of rich history uh, because of what coach McHenry did there over a course of a couple of decades so yeah start of a new era for Washburn women's basketball going to Emporia Monday at 1:30 white arena I believe is the name of their building and Emporia you could argue this is uh, probably no argument they are a heavyweight right now in women's basketball, seven and one, three and zero in the league. They've won five straight. Wins over Rogers and Northeastern this past week. And one player that we're certainly familiar with—that's Treasure Job. I believe it's her third year at Emporia. Still very good, over 18 points per game. Victoria Price, another returning starter for them. Uh, she's averaging about 12 points a game. Uh, maybe you haven't seen a ton of Emporia yet, but uh, what you've seen from them, what do you? What's your thoughts on them? Well, Emporia's going to continue to do what they do. I think their philosophy is they want to shoot as many threes as they possibly can get up. They're going to play zone for the most part mm-hmm. for 40 minutes. You may see a lot of different zones. In the past, they've always junked us. So it'll be a triangle and two or a box and one. Um, they like to, to throw that at us, even if they haven't shown it all year. So that's typically what they've done with us. Um, so we can probably expect some of the same. Um, and they're really talented. They have really talented players. Um, you know, Treasure is as good a guard as you mm-hmm. can find in this league. Mm-hmm. Um and, and they have great players around her and some versatile forwards. Um, I think they have a lot more size inside this year. Um, you know, so I haven't, haven't watched them a ton, but yeah. um, I know they're coaching staff well and, and know their tendencies. Yeah, absolutely. Emporia was a team last year. They kind of just hovered above 500, would go on a run, but uh, ultimately uh, came up a little short in terms of the, uh, the postseason. But, yeah, historically they've been a team that's always been uh, right there, and they're off to a great start, 7-1. and one. Well, Coach, this is our last show uh, before Christmas. Uh, what are the young Whitakers hoping that Santa brings them this year? Well, we're really into um, sports. Mm-hmm. We love trading cards. Oh. So we're really – we have a lot of requests about things I pass on to Matt because I don't know <laughs> what they're talking about. Um, but I, I buy the shoes, so they're also really into shoes. And mm-hmm. so we um, – yeah, lots of clothes, lots of shoes and, and trading cards. And, of course, Cal's been asking for a motorcycle with rockets. <laughs> So I'm not real sure if I can locate that, but uh, we'll see what happens. Awesome. Well, Coach, thanks for coming on. Uh, Have a Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday in Topeka. Thanks, Tommy. Merry Christmas. Thank you.